Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Annabay. Annabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Annabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Ho, ho. I'm Liana Holston. <laughs> and I'm Sienna Jingle. <laughs> and welcome to Tossed Sienna Popcorn. Jingle. Okay. And okay. Wel- All right. Okay. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watched every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest Movies fucking whatever and are now jingling our way. <laughs> Through our own merry list. He's making a list. More like those women have a list. We made a list. Yeah. And we check checked it a hundred time. times. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> this podcast is a safe sleigh for people who don't know anything about movies. Today we're watching the Polar Express. Christmas just doesn't work out for me. Uh, one that we chose mutually. <laughs> I love that. I love adding in now who did what and who's responsible who for yeah. this, whose fault this is. I think it's good for the people to know. It's good for um, the people warning, to know. Warning, there will be spoilers about this Klausian... <laughs> Is there a word that means like Santa-ish? There has to be. Uh, I don't know. Why does there have to be? <sighs> Content warning. Mm, what? For for the existence of Santa Claus. <laughs> what the fuck? 
for for doubt about the existence of Santa Claus. If you are a young child, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast anyway, but we will be debating and discussing the existence of Santa Claus. (laughs) Yeah, this actually, this episode's going to be a debate, actually. (laughs) And for anybody who is on the fence about their belief, I would step away. We will come to a clear conclusion by the end of this. There will be a, a clear winner and we will finally have answers. Which side are you on? Uh, believe. Yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you, when did you find out that Santa Claus is not real? Do we want to do this now? Yeah. Hey, oh, okay. hey girl. Hey, girl. Um, truly children step away. <clears throat> I don't want to ruin anybody's magical Christmas time. Yeah. Also, this podcast Parents. has never been appropriate for you. I know there are some cool parents out there who let their kids listen, though. And that's very cool of you. Oh, God. But step away now. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about doubt. Christmas <laughs> doubt. Doubt starring Meryl Streep. And I want them to keep hearing that bell ringing. Oh, yeah. Um, me personally, extremely late. Doesn't that make sense? It does. <laughs> when and how did it happen? Uh, I was like, probably... The thing is, is that kids would always be like, there is no Santa, whatever. And I'd be like, absolutely fuck off great i'm a big denial queen first of all Mm -hmm. but also i was like no i i also have um never been much i've never been been uh, a fan of the status quo (laughs) so when everybody else was saying yeah cool oh there's no santa there's no santa i'd be like screw you Mm. you think you're so much better than everybody else i'm not i'm i'm gonna have my own way of thinking about things and yes there is because i believe in magic and i believe in whatever Mm -hmm. so it was probably seventh grade that i officially it wasn't that someone told me it was that I officially let it go. Let I officially it go. was like, let I am strong enough. I remember the moment being like, I can live in a world where this isn't true. It's okay. Uh, I can let it go. Yeah. I can let it go. I see. And I know that Santa is more than that. Santa is the fact that my parents love us so much that they're okay with letting us believe in this thing until we're in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> Liana, yeah. what about yourself? I... um. The non-existence of Santa was outed at me in carpool uh, on the way to elementary school. I can't remember what year, fourth grade or earlier. And the the dad driving us to school, we were talking about Santa Claus. And then he was like, somehow the conversation careened in the direction of, Liana, when did your parents tell you that Santa Claus doesn't exist? What? And I was like, they didn't. And he said, oops. How old were you? Nine at the oldest, maybe younger. Oh. <laughs> okay, where's this man? <laughs> I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. And then I pulled my parents into uh, the dining room to have a little meeting. I think that you night or parents. later, I pulled my parents into the dining room. Hey guys, I have a meeting. I was uh, like, hey, can we that. assemble over here? Ben, you stay where you are. Uh, and I was like, Santa Claus doesn't exist, does he? <laughs> and they looked so sad. That sucks of that of that guy. That- it kind of was fucked up. But also, I think I, like the boy in the film, had started to have my doubts. For sure. But maybe that's what I've told myself in retrospect to make it all better. That's so sad. Thank you. I also like, I'm a, I, I'm a I child had my doubts. Trauma. <laughs> <laughs> when people are like, what are your childhood traumas? I'm like, well... <laughs> Santa was outed at me. The um, other thing, hey girl, the other thing I wanted to ask you just generally is how do you feel about Christmas and the specifically Christmas Eve? I 
literally have written both of these questions for you. It was the Santa oh one, and then gosh. I wrote, Liana, how do you feel about Christmas? Because oh. we haven't talked about... <laughs> Whoa. What? That was just sort of a different noise than you normally make. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, uh, we haven't really discussed Christmas much, oddly. I guess not. You're right. Or maybe we have and we both forgot. Big fan. Love yeah. Christmas Eve. Uh... We used to go to church every Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and then you come back home, and you get to open one gift before Christmas, mm. and you have a little Christmassy dinner, and then we have some stupid traditions, and uh, the kids sleep in the same room. Oh. <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> that reaction said so much more about me <laughs> than it did about that situation. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, what about you? How do you feel about Christmas Eve? Uh, well, we all very appropriately sleep in our own separate spaces. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but <clears throat> I love Christmas Eve. I really enjoy it. I, I think it's the one night a year where a little bit of magic creeps into my heart. Oh. My cold, dead heart. On Christmas Eve, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Oh. All, these, all these lights. <clears throat> We also used to go to church on Christmas Eve, and then we split from the church uh, when it went so crazy Republican in, like, 2004. Whoa. Yeah, that's fair. And now we do, like, advent calendar stuff. and There'd probably be snow. There's probably, often snow. There was always snow. There's often snow. There's not always. And do you watch we, a movie Christmas Eve? Uh, no. Nowadays, we'll kind of go out to dinner and get, like, a little sloshed, and then come home and do our advent calendar. Our advent calendar is... sloshed with your family? Yeah, and it's at altitude, so it's it happens faster and cheaper. <laughs> and then we do the Advent Calendar, which is a Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, but split up into twenty four tiny little books. And oh, my brother right. and I that's alternate cute. reading it, and Ben always is way funnier at it and does like accents and socio political commentary <laughs> about the working class. <laughs> wow, and um, <laughs> child labor. In okay. England in, during the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> and then you just sort of read And it. then we say Merry Christmas. And wow. we go to bed. <laughs> wow. Uh, so you guys do the one advent calendar where you can't eat anything. That's awesome. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Sounds really fun. Yeah. And then we talk about um, the oppression of the working class in 19th century England. Mm-hmm. Once a year. Every year delightful and you say oh the magic <laughs> oh tiny tomb god bless us everyone everyone <laughs> tiny tomb yeah <laughs> and that's our christmas eve and we don't really oh, know anything about the family traditions of the polar express family on christmas eve because it starts no. at 10:40 p.m. <laughs> that night so true so true mm. well dang should we should we break into it should yeah we, baby should we hit it? We kind of hey girled. Oh yeah. We keep changing it around where we do the summary and where we don't. But I've heard, for, I've gotten some feedback. Do you know what we 100% from, have not done? What? Our predictions. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but I've gotten feedback from listeners that they enjoy the sort of flexible nature oh, of our Oh really? Oh, thank yeah. God. Because I've heard only the opposite. <laughs> yeah. So that's wonderful. About they want the structure. Hey. Yeah, they're like, do you know, it like you always did it. We're in a fluid era. <laughs> we're yeah. trying to be less structured. Mm. If you love us, let us let us do this. Let us go. 
<laughs> if you love us, let us go. <laughs> let us go. It's kind of true. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Let's listen to our predictions. All right. Hey, Liana. Huh? I would love to hear your prediction of the Polar Express. <laughs> all right. I'm actually pretty excited for this okay. experience. All aboard. <laughs> Hi, Sienna. It's Liana. I'm about to watch the Polar Express. Ooh, it's been a long time since I've seen this film, but I predict a train. Tom, nice. Tam Hanks uh-huh. playing two different characters, both the child and the train conductor, mm. which I think is a powerful metaphor for adulthood. And my my sweet little boy. Christmas just doesn't work out for really? me. I think it's about... I think the moral of the story is that you're supposed to believe in Santa Claus. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, I love when you're silly. <laughs> All aboard. <laughs> Liana, let's, let's do my little prediction. How about that? Oh my God, it's so little. I know. Oh! <laughs> Hi, Liana. Hi. It's Sienna. Yep. I'm about to watch The Polar Express. Hot, 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 hot chocolate. Oh, I yeah. predict that Tom Hanks will play every role yeah. for no reason. Yeah. All right. I love you. <laughs> Goodbye. It's the shortest prediction oh, of my ever. my God. Done. Oh my god. As the film like s- Yeah, what? What? Oh no no you No, to- say it. Oh, I was just gonna say, we have to say it at some point. This is like one of the films that we probably referenced the most to each other before ever doing any movie stuff. It is? Like, think back on it. Yeah, we have because I remember Liana. <laughs> I remember Uh-huh. I remember early, early, early in our friendship, we both referenced I didn't do oh it. Oh my god. I, I didn't did. And I, like, do it. One of us said that and I was like, is that from the Polar Express? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know anybody played that in their head as often as I did. That was one of the early things we connected on. <laughs> because like I hear that in my head because they repeat it over and over. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And we often will say, Christmas just doesn't, doesn't work, work out, out for me. me. That is such a funny, like, oh my gosh, like, what? why are you two such great friends? What is it? Like, oh, well, we have so much in common. We both um, play the same (laughs) line spoken by a child from the the film The Polar Express on repeat in our heads. I didn't do it. I I didn't do do it. it. I didn't do it. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So this has a special place in my heart about our friendship yeah it's like clearly one of the movies that we've both seen it's it was formative for our friendship the polar express was it was was. ever could have thought all aboard oh ad breaks just always work out for me (laughs) we'll be right back welcome to 500 greatest songs a podcast based on rolling stones hugely popular influential and sometimes controversial list I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Well, Sienna, shall we um, head to the next <clears throat> station of our phone notes? I actually have to do a summary of this movie. Oh my God. <laughs> This is what happens when we try to be like, let's just go, let's just do it from memory. We've done it, what, over a hundred times. Ah! Well over a hundred times. And oh, it's man. Okay. Okay. Sienna. A synopsis of the Polar Express, yes. shall we? Ooh. Chugga, 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 chugga. Okay. The Polar <laughs> Express. <laughs> just Tom a, Hanks. A train that goes chugga, 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 chugga. All right. <laughs> <laughs> chugga, chugga, chugga. I don't feel chugga. like I'm not in All a choo-choo right. mood. I'm here. The Polar Express. Tom Hanks plays every single character in this strangely action-packed Christmas film about a magical train full of children traveling to the North Pole on Christmas Eve. Our main character, who is nameless, doesn't believe in Santa, but he learns eventually to have faith and see the magic in the world Specifically about Santa Claus, though. <laughs> the end. Mm. There are other children characters. Yeah, but that's mainly it. Mm-hmm. I don't think does Tom Hanks. He doesn't play the kid. That's the one he, thing he doesn't play. He narrates the voice of the kid as right. an adult. Tom Hanks also plays the ghost on the roof. The ghost on the roof. Okay, well, let's get into our phone notes because one of my phone first notes. Okay, phone okay. notes you'll see. Me okay. sort of having a discovery. Okay. Well, first of all, Liana's first note is, listen, it's Christmas. <laughs> the sound effects were Christmas as hell. The sound yeah. of falling snow, which isn't really a sound. It's just like a soft sort of. Yeah. And <laughs> yep, exactly. You know when you're at Christmas Eve and you're kind of listening out your window and it's like <laughs> just the fa- the sound of falling snow. Yeah, and all of that happened and I was like, "Listen, it's Christmas." <laughs> Beautiful. Gorgeous. 
Sienna, your first note. I mean, this child does look like an absolute grown man. He looks like yeah. a businessman. Do you think that's because Josh Hutcherson has a very square face? Were they trying to make it look like Josh Hutcherson? Well, the conductor has Tom Hanks, Tam Honks facial features. True. And then Steven Tyler performing as a rock and roll elf is very identifiable. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if they did like motion capture shit or not. But Can I also say a, a, a like photorealistic rock and roll elf is just terrifying. Again, something, it is something so in line with the entertainment of our childhood mm. it's like hard to explain like it's like this is absolutely how everything was yeah you're like <clears throat> make a f- if if you're gonna have a christmas movie there's gonna be a time where there's a photorealistic rock and roll elf you yeah. know what i mean you have to have that you said these poor seasonal actors who booked one gig a year <laughs> the hot chocolate dancers they're not just dancers. They are hot chocolate dancers. That is their specialty. <laughs> they can only do hot chocolate dancing. Hot chocolate dance. And sure, they, they can tap, but they were also trained to hold a big, uh, whatever, yeah. thermos at the time. What are those called? The yeah. Big, um, I know it has a name. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But Right in. I know that the Polar Express is a magical train, so I shouldn't be thinking about sort of the bureaucracy and the um, organizational tree of it all. But it runs one night a year. It yeah. hires professional dancers and singers yeah. to do one number about hot chocolate. It is a lawsuit waiting to happen because it's constantly falling apart and going literally off the rails. Yeah, on that a frozen is not lake. doing well. I truly think that it like lost its funding or something like that because <laughs> for a train that's supposed to do this trip every single year, it is in such dire straits. It has one, really one, one destination, one role. How does it end up on the ice like that? They're not prepared. I mean, maybe it's blowing all of its money on the hot chocolate dancers. Maybe. But for them to only do one number and then not be seen again for the train ride. Yeah. I just, the financial structure of the company, I think is dodgy. That's such a great point. Thank you. And that's, that's sort of what viewing this as an adult. (laughs) Those are the things that came to me. It was a lot different viewing it as an adult. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> you said, what does this ghost represent? What is he the ghost of? <laughs> I totally what? agree. I don't know what he is. I don't know why he's there. I don't know what he's supposed to be doing there. And it makes me scared. It makes me scared. I feel scared. As a kid, I didn't understand. And now as an adult, I'm like, what? I really don't understand. I understand even less. I, I think he, it was just another opportunity for Tam Hanks to do a slightly different <laughs> voice. So this kid, <laughs> this kid, when he's afraid that that, that that conductor Tom Hanks is going to kill this little girl for yeah. not having a ticket, <laughs> he climbs, he climbs into the freezing cold uh-huh. on top of the train. Yep, um, and he runs into this drifter. Yeah old-timey vagrant yes. type yes um who's on the top of the the train uh-huh of and course, he like lives remember. up there <laughs> and and he like asks a little bit about how this kid believes stuff and you're like is this yeah god is this him is this some version of the kids yeah in kid in his heart like what yeah i don't understand because he's not in the in the book he's not i, I actually don't remember okay 
I mean, he makes absolutely no sense regardless. And he he says, you know, seeing is believing and then fades (laughs) into snow again. So I guess he's there to deliver that that message. See, exactly. It's one thing for him to be like, seeing is believing. I'm Tom (laughs) Hanks. I'm here to remind you that you should believe. That's one thing. He's all a symbol. Yeah, but for what? He he kind of fades into the snow and then kind of comes back out of the snow and goes, and one more thing. Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. That line is not addressed. hold on. And then later, Tam Honks is like, I once almost fell off the train, but then I didn't. And the kids were like, was it an angel? And Tom Hanks is like, eh, maybe. But they don't say, was it a ghost? So is he supposed to be an angel who's asking, who's telling the kid to believe in Santa and asking if he believes in ghosts? Is Santa a ghost? Why is he a ghost and an angel? Why do we see him fade into snow? Is the kid hallucinating? What was in that hot chocolate? They really did not think that one. I mean, they 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 just kind of kept writing cryptic lines and then expected us to be cool with that. And there is sort of a trope in Christmas stories and films of like strange vagrant teaches you valuable lesson. Yeah. Yeah. In a lot of folktales generally. But. And this one was kind of doing that again but i don't know why yeah. he was so that coded in the way yeah. that he was i i just i just looked it up to see if he was in the book yeah originally this is from churnitvalleyrailway.com great his character wasn't featured in the original book but he adds a sense of mystery and bemusement to yep. all his scenes that's true that is true Maybe the studio was like, do you know what? We're not getting enough mystery and bemusement in this yeah. current draft. How Can we, we add sort of there? a vagrant on the roof a who's ghost. also a ghost slash angel slash snowman? Angel. There's just a lot going on. There's a there lot going so on. There's so much going on. I did not realize that this movie, Maybe, they don't get a single moment to just like sit the hell down. No. There's a lot of things slipping and sliding. Uh, um, maybe Maybe Tom Hanks was just like, guys, I have this new voice. Yes. Can we make a character for it? Probably. Kind of makes the most sense. And it was the voice that was the most different from any of his other voices. I really want to understand the rules of the Polar Express. Like, what are the parameters uh-huh. for qualifying for a ticket on board? Because, yeah, like, yeah. one did not believe in Santa Claus. One was came from poverty. One was a nerd. And then one was, like, a great gal. They didn't really have anything in common, so I don't really understand, like, why they all got chosen. Like, what is it that... <laughs> Makes them be like, yeah. we got to get that kid on the Polar Express. Yeah. Kids will all need to learn yeah, a lesson of some sense. sort. Yep. He's the only do. one who makes sense. Right. Billy doesn't make any fucking sense because the only thing that really changes is he's like, oh, I made some friends who I'm never going to see again. And Santa gave me a present. I still live in poverty on literally the other side of the yeah. tracks. They said that out loud when the train pulled up. The nerd was like, wow, it's the other side of the tracks. We never see what his gift is either. Yeah, he's like, I still have just my nightshirt and my galoshes. <laughs> okay, okay. Wear. We have to talk about the footwear choices that these children okay. made. I don't recall any but the, his galoshes. Every fucking idiot was in slippers, which is why they were falling down all the time. Yeah. It's the yeah. middle of winter. You're not going to put boots on to go outside? I know you're in your PJs and whatever, but you right. put snow boots on if you're going it's outdoors. True. They did they did scurry outdoors. Like your feet are going to get wet, even if you were just going out for a second. And I get that they're also like, oh, it's magical. But everybody would have put on a, a coat. Every child would have put on a coat before they'd have put on a nightgown or a dressing gown. 
Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're kids, but they're not idiots. (laughs) They have some basic survival instincts. As somebody who grew up in a snowy place during the winter, I was never allowed, allowed outside without snow boots and a coat on my body. I would have known to Aww. put those on if a train yeah. had just absolutely yeah. railed its way into my neighborhood. <laughs> a little lad with the voice of an angel. You're talking about Billy? Oh my God, little Billy when he's singing, he's singing at the back <laughs> of the train. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just scrolled down. <laughs> what? And you said, okay, they accidentally doxed Billy. (laughs) They read that child's address out loud so many times. Publicly. That is so funny. I was like, stop doxing this kid. (laughs) He has such bad luck. He has no money in his life. He only has galoshes. (laughs) He gets doxed. Christmas just doesn't, doesn't work, work out for me. This year I got doxxed. <laughs> the only gift I, I got was doxxed. I made some friends and they doxxed me. <laughs> <laughs> he My is only two friends in the world doxxed me in front of almost, the entire workforce of the North Pole. Do any of the other kids in this even have names? No. Maybe the other ones do. I don't know. No, it's only Billy. <laughs> Billy, that's my name. Yeah. And then this specific address, that's my address. <laughs> Poor Billy. Leon, Leon, you said this is the elves Coachella. <laughs> They're Glastonbury. <laughs> What's that one? What is Glastonbury? Yeah. It's like the UK equivalent to Coachella. And it's in the summer and it's very muddy because it's always raining, of course. This really is their Coachella. They lose their minds. And it's like the annual sort of big, huge event in town. Yeah. yeah. And they're, Where's what, everyone? one night oh. off? They're out in the big town square or the big whatever. Yeah. And they throw their hats and they they dance so hard. Oh, they dance the night away. They uncanny valley throw oh, their bodies around. I really didn't spin, like it. Spin their white bodies. <laughs> They all were white. It was crazy. It was really weird. Like every now and then on the train, there'd be a child of color and you were like, yeah, okay. Yeah. But the North but Pole. Like, just to be clear, mm-mm. just to be clear, the elves. Yeah. No, elves 100%. are white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there are people of color in this universe. Uh-uh. Absolutely. Are you kidding? There are children of all shades <laughs> and, and backgrounds. That's an important thing to highlight. Yeah. Elves, though. Elves are white. Elves are white. <laughs> elves are white and upper middle class. They all have office jobs, but most importantly, they're all white. The hell, they are white. Um, uh, oh, Leonie said, embarrassing that I teared up when that bell rang. Oh, it does get me. The end of this movie. It's sweet. It's the the actual like. There's a very deep, sweet human something yeah. about this movie. At the, like about the moral of it, you know. Well, and really that scene where he's like. Everybody's like, isn't that the most beautiful sound? And he's like, I can't hear it. Just that thing of like wanting to be able to partake and yeah. feel the enjoyment that other people are feeling. Honestly, I think really resonated with somebody who's <laughs> depressed. Wow. Yeah. Because it was like, no, I oh, I really wish I could like enjoy this thing that it seems like other people are having a lot of fun doing. Like I had a gig on Tuesday that was like a really hyped up one. And everybody I talked to was like, oh, it's such a great night. You're going to have such a great time. And friends of mine came to it. 
And I think it went well. But afterwards, people were like, did you have fun? And I was like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. And so that feeling when he finally gets to be a part of it and understands the joy that everybody else was experiencing, I was like, fuck. (laughs) It really got me. Yeah. Yeah. I did think about depression during this because also I thought about how he's literally, he's a little boy. With the the face of a man. Yes. With the face of a man. But the fact that he's like, oh, like there's this kind of feeling, even the fact that they're like, oh yeah, adults can't hear it anymore. Yeah. This idea that like there's a certain time of your life when you can feel magic and then it's over Mm -hmm. is, I'm like, it seems like he's just depressed, (laughs) you know? Like for real, like... You can't actually, now that I'm older, when I was a kid, I would have also thought about it that way. Like, oh, yeah, there will be some day where I can't feel things that I do the way that I do now, which is like, there's truth to that. Like, There's like a certain magic to childhood. Absolutely. Mm. But also like there's so many different like parts of life that you can't expect, you know, yeah. like there are things that I'm feeling now that I've never felt before. And uh the idea that he was even feeling like yeah this is it like this is the end Mm. of like my ability to feel magic is like i just don't think that's how life works i think that there are times where we feel that because we're depressed (laughs) you know and it's like you Mm. actually can't predict that like there's so much more magic that you'll feel like i kind of resent them making the parents not have the ability because it's like yeah their life goes up and down yeah you know yeah 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 Mm. very interesting though yeah, that part, I think I think a lot of the stuff from this movie becomes more insane as you get older and you're like, what the hell? But that part actually becomes kind of deeper and more beautiful. Yeah, way more relatable. You're like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, can't feel something? Yeah. Watching everybody else have a great time. <laughs> wow. But you're not for an unknown reason. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> uh-huh. I would have been on sure. Santa's lap like, yep. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You said, though I've grown old, the bell still rings for me. Okay, I'm crying. Oh, that last line. He was like, even Sarah one day found it no longer rang for her. And I was like, (laughs) but then I also was like, you didn't spread the magic to your family. Yeah, literally. What the the hell? (laughs) I I really. Oh. Do you think those kids stayed in touch? I think so. Like camp friends? Yeah, they probably have AOL. I hope I hope they stayed in touch. I hope they're all from close enough to each other. Again, they all seemed to be from one town in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, it confuses me away. greatly. <laughs> as to, yeah. As to what the rules are for getting a spot on the Polar Express. But, you know. Your house has to be right by the train tracks. Every child was American. You have to be American. With a Midwestern twang specifically. I mean, I get that that's like a very approachable hey, yeah, American wait. accent. <laughs> but still. I forgot that this train went to the North Pole. Like they could have gotten kids from all over. Yeah. And they did not. From they got the mostly American white Midwest. kids from Michigan. You better believe. That we'll be back in a few minutes yeah. after these ads. Oh my god, we'll what right if we back. played that right at the end and then we didn't come back? <laughs> 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Sienna, shall we move on to badges and tragedies? Please. Please. This is, of course, a segment where we give badges for Billy. Billy and Trages for tr- train tracks tra- for for treacherous trains treacherous trains on treacherous tracks, tracks. <laughs> I'm not a crook I don't have that many of either so Okay you- same I have a badge for the score very magical very christmas oh, very magical mm. I have a badge for who I called originally Nightshirt Boy, <laughs> a.k.a. Billy, falling in the snow. Oh. When he's running after the train and oh. falls in the snow, I laughed out loud oh for a God. while. Christmas just doesn't <laughs> work out for him, okay? It's really funny. I have a badge for getting right into the action. They do not delay on the arrival of that train. No. It gets there. Yeah. It plows yeah. into town. Quick. I have a badge for the hot chocolate song was such a vibe back in the day. Like that, that was, it changed. It was a cultural reset is what it was. Mm. Hot, 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 hot chocolate. Mm. Oh, we got it. Ugh. Would, would we call that a like song? It was sort of just Tam Honks yelling. A little chant. The chant. Yeah. yeah it was a chant. You like hot chocolate? I love hot chocolate. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love celebrating delicious foods. So for that yeah, reason, okay. I'm I get bored. That. Um, I have a badge for one of the lead characters is a black girl. Yeah. And voiced by a black girl. <laughs> yeah. The bar is low. The but that was great. Low. I just, I loved her character and it was a nice, like, yeah, she's like the best person. 
Yeah. And a great actually, leader. Actually, my next... My next badge is about her because she just has like a, I, I really love, and I didn't recognize this as a kid, but that like one of the like main parts of this movie is that she learns to speak up for herself. Mm. Like, I love that. That's her whole journey is that she, men keep telling, doubting her, making her doubt herself. Yeah. Freaking this main kid is like, are you sure? Are mm-hmm. you sure? And she's mm-hmm. like, I guess I'm not sure. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And then by the end, she's like, yes, I, I am fucking sure. sure, you bitch. Yeah. I I love that. Like, that's just like a really cool journey that she goes on. Yeah. I uh, appreciate that. Oh, a, an eternal badge for Christmas just doesn't work out for me. One of the most important lines in cinematic history. Oh, my God. In American cinema. Oh. And he says it multiple times. Oh, constantly. He just said it the once. Christmas just doesn't, doesn't work, work out for me. My final badge is for... A movie that's like a ride. It's so like a ride. Fun. Oh my gosh. They literally like, they. it's like you are sitting on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I, I find that fun. I think I, I, I wish there were more that just kind of made you feel like you're on a roller coaster. Because yeah, I enjoy roller coasters. It's coaster. exciting. Badge for a girl who is sure of herself. At the end of the film, the lead boy is like, are you sure? And she's like, yes, I am. And I love that. I actually am sure. Yeah. Badge for Billy. I love him. I love him so much. My son, my boy. And finally, a badge for being 90 minutes long. That is how long every movie should be. Yeah. It honestly could have been shorter. Yes. It felt long. I was surprised it was only 90 minutes, but... It feels long. Mm -hmm. Trage. Actually, I'll make my first trage that, which is pee long, not gonna lie. Yeah. It feels pretty long. You gotta go, oh, how is there 30 minutes left? Yeah. A trage for this Polar Express song that the children sing. On the Polar Express. I was like, shut up. Not into it? No. I don't like when a lot of children sing. I find it very (laughs) off-putting. I have a trage for making this woman doubt herself. Yes. When he literally gaslights her about the break. Oh, my God. She's like, this is the break. He's like, are you sure? She's like, yes, I am positive. He's like, are you sure? And then all of a sudden, she's in this position where she has to be like, I guess I'm not sure. I guess I'm a freaking idiot woman. I guess I don't know anything, even though she was sure and she knew it. Totally. Just leave her alone. Leave her alone, actually. A trage for it's a nightmare where you're trying to get somewhere, but you can't. This movie was incredibly stressful to watch. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Um, I have a trage for the main kid. He just kind of sucks. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He, he's just like not very interesting, not much of a personality. Mm-hmm. All he does is gaslight the woman. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly it. Yeah. Trage for honestly very spooky that those are real human children on the monitors. The I didn't do oh, it yeah. and all those other kids. That's yeah. actual you footage of real human <laughs> kids. I didn't really think about that. Wait. It's so what weird. Does mean? What, what does, does that it mean? What does it mean? I don't know. Does that mean, is that why they only chose these kids from this Midwestern town? Because they're the only ones who it's are It's an animated Valley town. Animated children? Yeah. There's one the cartoon one town, town in the Midwest. In Michigan? I don't know. Um, it was so, it was so weird. My final It's gotta trash. be just like all the kids of like the producers and the directors. I'm sure yeah. they were just like, yeah, let's like get my son on film. I didn't do it. I didn't do um, it. Okay. My final trage is truly the biggest trage of this movie is that the vibes are off. <laughs> it's weird. I mean, like, it's unsettling. Uh, it is. It's unsettling. The reindeer bells are very unsettling. That scene is so spooky. Uh, trage for Santa is a white man. According to whom? 
Somebody yeah. who does a great job and is very efficient and knows where to go without getting lost. I don't believe it. Nurturing. Yeah. Trage for, uh, I feel like definitely Billy deserved to get the first gift of Christmas. And that should not have gone to the lead guy who didn't have a personality or a name. Yeah. Yeah. Just because he didn't believe in Santa Claus and then he did. The Billy still lives boy. in poverty. <laughs> uh, Trage for whipping the reindeer, even though it's a magical whip that drops sparkles on the town. <laughs> True. Uh, Trage for all the working elves are white men. And then when they do a dance scene, somehow they're all paired with white women. So not only are all the elves white, they're also all men who have jobs, but they won't let the men be gay and dance with each other. What the hell? So they just like summon women girl elves <laughs> for the dance scene. And that's my last trage. Gorgeous. Well, Liana, shall we move on to our next segment in the yes. episode? Which, of course, is how to pretend you've seen this film. Mm -hmm. This is for you are on a train. Uh, you're on a train. You're in the hot chocolate chamber. Oh, no. It's <laughs> not And right. uh, the conductor comes along to ask for your ticket. Tickets. Tickets. And then he stops. Tickets. And he punches into your ticket. Wow. This really reminds me of the <laughs> film The Polar Express. <laughs> I can't wait to tell you all about it. And, and <laughs> You are covered in paper yeah. punch outs. Oh, God. Uh, Why, I wish I hadn't gotten the extra large ticket. Uh, and <laughs> you, 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 you rip that punch puncher away from him. Yeah. And you punch him in the face <laughs> and you say, and no, here, no, 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 I don't need to hear. I don't need to hear about this because I know about the Polar Express. And we're going to give you a few sentences you can say to pretend that you've seen the film. The Polar Express. The best time of the of year. year. Yes. 2004. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Conductor, I've seen the Polar Express. And I would argue that the, the lead child's robe is really the Chekhov's gun of the film. He tears the pocket at the very beginning, and we see the ramifications of that come back by Act 5. Whoa. That is a great point. Thank wow. you. In every children's um, he, movie, there is a Chekhov's gun. Look out for it. <laughs> uh, yes. What are we calling him again? Mr. Conductor, Conductor. Oh, yeah. Yes, Mr. Conductor. I have seen the film The Polar Express. You know, The Polar Express was the first feature-length film to be entirely created using motion capture technology. That explains it. Which explains everything. Everything. <laughs> Yep. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Conductor, I have seen the Polar Express. Tam Hanks, as one of his hundreds of characters, at one point says, there's no greater gift than friendship. But I would argue um, that getting Billy into a better housing situation could have been a greater gift than three friends he's not going to see again for a while. It's true. It's very true. Yes, conductor, I have seen the Polar Express. Tom Hanks voiced not one, but six different <laughs> characters in the movie. 
And they are all built. The way they are built is the conductor, the hobo. Oh, boy. Santa Claus. The Scrooge like businessman. Who's that? Is that not just Scrooge in the toy carriage? Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. The narrator and the nameless boy protagonist. There are times where he played the little boy. No. There are times when he played the boy. No, I don't believe it. Why? I don't believe. Why did he do this? Yeah. I refuse to Mm -mm. believe. You can punch it right into my face. I won't believe it. Monsieur Conductor, I unhand me. Just because I don't have a ticket does not mean you throw me off the back of the train. I will simply pay the 80 pound fine. (laughs) Oh, that's it? (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you want more? Do you want me to do a little one act? Oh, excuse me. Actually, no. I'd love it. <laughs> um, Next week, the Polar Express one acts. Oh my gosh, wait, this is such a funny fact. Okay, yes, yes, conductor, I have seen the Polar Express. And I know something a little bit more than that, which is that the Polar Express was the first animated movie to be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Original Song. That <gasps> song being Believe. No. Which was performed by Josh Groban. No! That's if not in the you film. just believe. Oh, it is. is that in the credits? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Mr. Conductor, I'm going to listen. It's as they say in the Polar Express. One thing about trains, it doesn't matter where you're going. What matters is deciding to get on. I wrote that down too because what? <laughs> And then six Tam Honkses pop up from different seats of the train Ah, and start ah, chanting about hot chocolate at the conductor until he disappears into snow. And we pull into the station of our next segment, Should You Watch This Or? Liana, how do you feel about this? Should you watch the Polar Express? What do you think? Listen, you definitely can. There's not a million reasons not to. It will spook you at certain times. But I did enjoy it. It was a fun 90-minute way to sort of get into the holiday spirit. Christmas Eve is a very magical time for it some. It's a magical time. And I'm so sorry, but I do think Tom Hanks has a sexy voice. <laughs> depending on how he's using it. Christmas! But the narrator? Where's your ticket? Though I've grown old, the bell still rings for me. I, mm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sienna, what would you say? Um, I don't actually think you need to watch the Polar <laughs> Express. I, I, I like it, and I'll defend it in certain circles if people are trashing yeah, it. The but Arctic like, Circle. <laughs> you'll be fine. Exactly. You'll be fine if you don't watch it, and mm. if you never see it, you'll be fine. Um, one thing you can do instead is someday in your life try to go on a train. Yeah. Try to be board a train at some point. Yeah. I think there. I very much romanticize them and i'm not gonna stop yes trains are great i love trains i love a train yeah um sienna what would you you... (laughs) know what would you rate the film i uh i'm gonna give the polar express three peppermint paper wrapped presents out of five I enjoyed it. It's a fun way to get into the holiday spirit. 
It also is a stressful watch and weird. <laughs> and weird, very weird. And I don't really understand what any of the lessons were <laughs> from yeah. it. The lessons didn't, the lessons <laughs> did not make any sense. So, I don't think they really thought it through. They just said things. Yeah. Get on a train. Huh? <laughs> the point is, I guess you don't like need to know where the train's yes going, to just things. get on. Believe. The belief part is nice. Yeah. That we can agree is nice. Yeah. Yeah. But they did a lot more than that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sienna, what would you say? I'm going to, as well, give this three mm. one million caribou <gasps> out of five. <laughs> so maybe three million caribou? Well, <laughs> that's, I'm not giving it crazy. three million. You're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a, a parenthetical equation. Caribou. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many one million caribou? Three. Three. So three caribou? Uh, <laughs> no, three one million caribou. Out of five. <laughs> I agree. I don't think it's a must watch. It's very Uncanny Valley silly. I think uh, if you're trying to understand what it was like to be a child <laughs> when we were children, mm. it's a great one to watch. Yeah. In its own way. Yeah. Um, and uh, the believe part is very nice and sweet. Yeah. It's just like a little bit longer than it needs to be. You're a little bit like... Uh, who asked for this? But mm. it's it's very it's funny to watch. Seeing is believing. Wow, wow, we have watched the Polar Express, and we have now entered the holiday season. This is the Polar Express. <laughs> All aboard! Well, are you coming? Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode oh. of Tossed Popcorn. Pop, pop, pop. We're so happy uh, to be back. <laughs> We are at Toss Popcorn on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. You can also find us at Toss Popcorn. Wait, no. Patreon.com slash Toss Popcorn. Oh, yeah. Uh, for our Patreon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Holiday stuff. We're probably Ooh. posting holiday stuff right Cute. now. And uh, join us next week when we will be watching Barbie in the Nutcracker. Oh, the I'm so best excited. time of the year. Year. <laughs> We'll see you next week. Thank you. We love you. Bye. All aboard. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. Oh, interesting that you didn't read my note about the bag of presents looking like a ball sack. <laughs> what? Was that not Christmassy enough? Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 